is it? So it's. Morning, everyone. Welcome to our first media availability of the day. We're pleased to welcome the crew from Dreyer and Reinbold Racing this year. On my far right, the driver of the number 66 Salesforce DRR Chevrolet DRR Hildebrand. In the middle is team owner Dennis Reinbold, and to his left, the driver of the number 24 Wix Filters DRR Chevrolet Sage Karam. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dennis, let's go ahead and start with you. Um, this is started the team in 1999, and I believe 37 cars going in the Indy 500 to this point. Your first two car effort since 2011 here. Talk about the process, how it came to be, and, and why you wanted to have two cars in this event. Well, we wanted to gear up in case we wanted to do some further races down the road. And so to do that, um, we had to have the equipment to do so. So we expanded our equipment. I mean, when you do that, we bought two new chassis this year. Um, there's electron new electronics involved, uh, tires, radios. I mean, it goes on and on what you have to do to, to do that. But our main focus was we wanted to get two really strong drivers for this race. And then that way it does set us up for whatever we do in the future. So that was our plan, pretty pure and simple. So I decided to invest some uh, expenditure into setting ourselves up for the future is what it amounts to. And, and you mentioned the drivers. You've got two, two young men here who have really performed well at this racetrack over the years. Talk about why you wanted these two in particular. Well, uh, Sage, this will be the fourth time with us, and we know him very well and have worked uh, closely with him. Uh, JR, his first two or three races? Two, I think, yeah. Two races were with us, and so, and then we worked together with Panther Racing where JR was, so we know JR very well as well. So the fit, I think, was uh, a really good one, and... It was kind of a no-brainer. I mean, both guys are, are exceptionally good at this track and uh, other tracks, obviously, also. But our focus for this year is this track, and, and so we wanted both these guys. And to have a partnership and, and a teammate situation, it just helps you to be better. So we wanted to get there. All right, thank you. Uh, Jared, we'll go to you next. Yeah. Uh, talk about a little bit about what this place, what the Indianapolis Motor Speedway means to you and being back here. Yeah, I mean, and, um, you know, it's it's such a unique venue, event, uh, place, such a special place for, for all of us. Um, you know, I, every year I come back, you know, you, you learn to appreciate even more of the little kind of nuances of, of what makes it special. And, um, you know, to be able to be here with with Dennis and, and Sage at Dryer and Reinbold is, is uh, really an exciting Exciting thing for me. I, you know, I, I've seen these, seen this group and this car as a, you know, Sage and the 24 car as a, as a single car effort for the last few years be, you know, incredibly competitive on race day. And uh, you know, I, I think over at ECR, uh, now that I'm not there, I can say this that you know we've, we've been you know kind of particularly impressed with the with the dryer car over the years. It just looks, you know, looks like it's really dialed. Uh, There've been a couple of times that. We didn't think we could do much if that if it ended up being, you know, up against 24. So, um, you know, excited to be a part of this group. Excited to kind of learn about the mentality here around the speedway with the setup and all that kind of stuff. Got a great group of guys. Dennis was mentioning, you know, the work that the team has done to kind of expand and and certainly the level of preparation that they have brought to this is, 
you know, that of a full-time team and then some maybe, um, you know, because they're kind of, at least right now, isn't the distraction of other races. You know, the guys have been able to work really wholeheartedly just to have everything ready to go at Indy. And, um, you know, for me personally, I've been lucky to be a part of good one-off programs in the past, you know, just doing the 500 as opposed to being a part of full season gigs. But, um, you know, this is no different working with a lot of guys that I've worked with before. It's a really familiar, you know, set of surroundings. And, um, you know, yesterday we were able to just get right with the program. So um, just looking forward to it. Uh, speaking of which, yesterday was your first day in the car, the new car this year. How, how did it feel? How did, how did things go for you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I always, being full-time last year, you get used to showing up at places and having to be like, you know, with it right away, whether you've been there recently or not. Um, so we are flat chat a couple laps and, um, you know, just kind of getting back with the program. You know, the car felt very comfortable right away and um, you had a little bit of info to go off of from Sage doing the refresher last week, so that was really helpful. And, um, you know, I think everybody, with the new car, everybody's dealing with a lot of the same things initially just to try to, you know, kind of come to grips with it, come to grips with it in traffic. Um, you know, there are certainly some changes with the aero kit, both in terms of the aerodynamics of the car and then, you know, some other things that kind of affect the handling. So I think we're all trying to wrap our heads around it, but feel really good about, you know, this team's ability to, to sort it out for sure. Right. All right, Sage, uh, I'll ask you the same question I first asked JR, what this place means to you. We know it, it carries a lot, you carry a lot of passion for this place. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely a magical place coming here. You know, I... Every time you cross the yard of bricks, it's uh, it's no different than the first time. You know, it's always a, a great feeling, and um, I feel like every year I <laughs> I feel more nervous. I, I felt like, you know, my first year I came in here, I didn't really know much uh, of what to expect and everything, so I wasn't incredibly nervous. But then every year I come back, I get more and more nervous because I know like the magnitude of this place more, and uh, you know what it means to do well here and. You know, we, we've had a couple rough goes, you know, some bad luck the last few years. So, um, you know, just putting a little pressure, you know, on myself just to be able to compete and, and do well this year. You know, we've always had really strong cars, just something has, you know, kept us out of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to have a teammate again this year. Uh, I can't – I think the last time I was able to look at, like, compare steering traces or anything like that was in 2015. So, um, it, that's always good to come back to the garage and bounce ideas off another guy. And, um, you know, we got more uh, engineers in the, in the room this year. So, you know, it, it's definitely a good situation. Uh, me and JR are working well together. Uh, the cars have been great. Um, you know, the refresher went well for me a couple weeks ago, and we just picked up right where we left off. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the car feels good running alone. You know, I think the biggest challenge right now is uh, in traffic. Um, I think everybody's kind of got the same issue. And... Um, you know, I think it's just going to be who can figure out that that next bit before the you know before everybody else, and that's who's going to be able to uh, excel here this month. Um, you know, we made some changes overnight that we hope that uh, you know can make the car stronger in traffic. And the car's pretty good in traffic right now, but you know, you're always trying to make it better. Um, you know, I, I think the last few years the main focus has been you know work on your race car, get your race car as, as good as you can. But now you know bumping is back, so. Um, you know, there's always, there's, now there's another, you know, main priority, which is to actually be able to qualify for the race. So not only do we have to make sure our race car is good, but now we actually have to make sure we have the speed running alone to uh, actually make the race. Um, and I mean, I'm looking at the field and you can't really pick out, you know, two cars that you, you're going to say like, oh, you know, these guys definitely, you know, are 
probably off the pace. I mean, everybody's really, really close. And, um, you know, IndyCar's done a great job with the aero kits of, of making it, you know, really close racing. And, you know, the engine manufacturers with Chevy and Honda, I think it's really close this year. Um, so I, I think it's going to be really tight in qualifying. I think the race is going to be really well. Um, I mean, I don't think you saw much passing yesterday, but as, you know, as this month goes on, I think it's going to get better. Um, it's only day one, so everybody's working out all the little kinks and everything. And, uh, you know, it's our first day with the car as a team. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with how things are going. Great, great. We're going to open it up for questions now. Uh, Ethan has a microphone. We'll start back there with Steve. Dennis, you mentioned running more races. Uh, what's your timeline for doing that? Well, we don't really have a timeline for that. Um, it's just going to happen so somewhat organically. I mean, we need the budget to go do that, so uh, that's the priority, and that's going to be what dictates our timeline if if uh, if we're able to pull that off or not. Okay, I'm going to go to Bruce here, and then we'll go to Wolfgang. One for Dennis, one for Jr. Uh, Dennis, the fact that your team wasn't in the Grand Prix uh, this past weekend, there were a lot of teams on Monday thrashing and turning the cars around since the garages were supposed were closed Sunday. How much of an advantage is that that you didn't have to turn the car around? You guys have been set up since last week. Yeah, uh, we feel like there may be a little bit of an advantage there because we've been prepping our car for the Indy 500. On the flip side of that, there's a disadvantage from the standpoint of we don't know these cars. JR, that was the first time on track yesterday with that brand new car. Uh, when Sage did the refresher test, we only had two sets of tires. We had some electronic gremlins learning the new ECU and the systems, and the Cosworth guys did a good job of coming over and, and being on our pit stand. Uh, the Chevy guys were unbelievable. Uh, they were there working through all these different math channels for us because our team has to communicate through the Cosworth system to the Chevy guys, and we couldn't have gotten better support. So by the time we hit the track yesterday, I was very concerned we were still going to have some issues. And we had just tiny little issues from the standpoint I heard JR a couple times. He couldn't see certain things he wanted to see on his wheel. And we were able to move those things. And so the support level that we've received has been pretty incredible. And I feel like right now, we have caught up uh, from the uh, preparation standpoint. And that was, that was my biggest worry going into yesterday. So uh, thank you to Cosworth, thank you to Chevy for pulling that off for us. And JR, Stanford is probably not known as being a hotbed for IndyCar fans, but what do your students think when they find out you're <laughs> driving in the Indy 500? Um, well, the, the, the guys that I work with are all, you know, I work with a lot of small groups and, you know, it's, they're, they're pretty, they're all gearheads already. So they, they know what's going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's cool to, yeah, cool with Salesforce to be, you know, tied into a, uh, West coast, you know, Bay area company. That's obviously where I'm originally from and spent a lot of time back there, uh, back there still I have, have been spending more time there, frankly, over the last few years than, than from when I moved away with uh program at Stanford and stuff. So, um, it's good. Hopefully we'll have a good, good cheering section, you know, uh, back west, and, um, you know, we can pull it off for the boys in the Bay Area. Wolfgang. One question for Dennis Reinbold. So last year you just made the 500. Um, did you were involved in other championship or series or categories here in America? Yeah, we last several years we ran Global Rallycross, and this year we do plan to run the GRX series. 
which is a new series since uh, Global Rallycross has gone away, essentially. Uh, we will have lights cars in that and potentially a supercar as well. Uh, we've done supercars in, in Global Rallycross before, and so we're looking at that. But uh, for right now, it's like we've talked about that a little bit, but I'm pushing that to the side so we can focus on uh, the next few weeks here. All right, this is either for uh, Dennis or Sage. Um, it's been mentioned that you guys have had strong cars the last few years at the Speedway. So how does being a two-car team this year specifically help you improve on that record over the previous attempts? Um, yeah, I mean, we have had strong cars. I mean, like JR said, I, um, you know, when he was on the outside, I think he, you know, a lot of people could see that we had strong equipment. And there were a couple times we'd come back to the garage and I'd be <laughs> telling the telling the crew before we push it back, you know, let's change the wing angles and stuff, you know, not give away some of our little secrets here and there, what we're running, and, uh, you know, because teams look at that, they look closely. Um, but, you know, I think with two cars, um, we can go through the checklist a lot quicker. Uh, we can try things um, throughout one session. Um, you know, I can try aero stuff where, you know, JR could try mechanical stuff and, you know, kind of try and find a, a sweet spot where if you only have one car, it's like, you know, you got to go through all the aero stuff. Then, you know, when you're done with that, you can go through the mechanical stuff or, you know, vice versa. But um, so it makes things a lot smoother, you know. And, I mean, like, like everybody said, you know, JR is Stanford and everything. He's a smart guy. So, um, you know, bringing you know, him in here, being as intelligent as he is, you know, um, it definitely is, is cool to hear what he has to say and his ideas and bounce things off of him. And, you know, I was joking around earlier. I said, you know, if – Back in back in school, like if I was going to school with Jr., you know, and I had a math test coming up and didn't really know, you know, that I was going to have a test or didn't study the night before, Jr. would probably be one of the guys I'd sit next to in the class. So I was just going to say. <laughs> so no, it's going it's going well. It makes things go a lot smoother for sure. Uh, this question's for Jr. Jr., you came so close in 2011. Yeah. As you, as you look back years years from now, you know, years later, how has that race shaped you as a person and also as a driver? I mean, I think it, it sort of teaches you, like, that the place doesn't owe you anything, basically. And, you know, you got to be, you got to have, I think as much anything in particular about that year, just the fact that, if, as far as I've been concerned, we've had, I've been, you know, 20, sort of 2014 in particular stands out, 2016. Um, I've had some really great cars since then, like cars that, for sure could have won the, you know, we're good enough to win the race. Like if we were if pit stop strategy 